Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth. You're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, November 9th. I can't get used to saying November, Mark. It's very difficult for me. Um, You know, the strange thing about November is that it is one month before December and uh, December, of course, being the month of my birthday. And I just point that out, Mark, to say, don't go crazy with a present. Didn't you get me something so good last year? You did. You got me all of those gourmet Italian olive oils and vinegars. That was amazing. Mark and I do a lot of like sharing of food and drink around the holidays. I don't really need anything. Again, I'm seeking to know, I know I've cut my spending back. You know, it's so funny. My call outs now are about like, have you changed your spending habits? You know what I looked up after the show? I found out how much less I've been spending on clothing, meaning for work clothing, right? Because I, you know, whatever, I have to spend a lot of money because I'm on TV and my spending on clothing was down by 75% in 2020 and 2021 from my 2019 level. Even so, I mean, just thinking about like those big items that come up, uh, the travel is probably going to end up being down. But, you know, you know what else is down? Spending on restaurants. Even though we've been going out more, we still have not returned to pre-pandemic levels. Okay, let's stop talking about this. If you've got a financial question, give us a holler. JillOnMoney.com. Click the contact button. That's what Suzanne did. She's on the line from Montana. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Jill and Mark? We're doing well. What's going on? How can we help you? So I have a previous employer where I have a 401k that I never rolled over. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what to do with it because that company has just been sold by the parent group. How much money is in the old 401k? About 260000 Do you work currently? No, I'm not. I'm definitely one of those classic examples of somebody who stayed home with the kids and didn't get back because of COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, tell me more. So, what were you doing previously? I've been in uh, marketing and business development um, in a variety of industries, but most recently the software industry. How much um, were you earning before COVID? Over 100000 Wow. Yeah. So, so you have a spouse who makes a bunch of money and you can give up that 100 Gs? <laughs> Don't I wish. Mm. <laughs> so he's probably at about the same, um, but he's self-employed. So by the time we pull expenses for his business and self-employment tax, um, we have definitely crimped our lifestyle. So actually the lifestyle hasn't crimped so much because we weren't huge spenders before, but where we have stopped is travel, which has been fine over COVID, um, but we've stopped investing. And so I'm getting a little nervous about that. And then we've also um, really blown through a lot of my savings. Uh, One of the reasons I stayed home was some uh, medical issues with the child. 
we're, we're not, we're limping, right? We're not, mm-hmm. uh, not crawling. Right. I tell my friends, I I'm comfortable. If, if somebody dies, I'm good. And when we retire, I'm good. <laughs> But I don't know how I'm going to get through the next 10 to 15 years. Oh, gosh. All right. Let's get you through this. First of all, Suzanne, how old are you? Uh, 52. How old is your spouse? 53. Okay. And so he's self-employed, right? Correct. And how many kids do you have? Two. Uh, how old? Teens. 10, 12. You've got this old 401k. Does your spouse have a retirement plan for himself? He sure does. So, um, I mean, all said, we're, I feel like we were right on track with our retirement. I mean, he's got a couple hundred thousand in, in retirement in his 401k. I have the same. We set up some Roths um, a good 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So what's happened though now is he's got his 401ks. I've got my 401ks. We both have these Roths. And then mm-hmm. I also have this old target fund from my former employer. Mm-hmm. It's with Charles Schwab. And um, it's under the parent group. I've called that parent group and I've said, okay, now that my company was sold, is that retirement going to go with the new company mm-hmm. in the buyout or will mm-hmm. it stay with the old parent group? They didn't know. Their their situation was it's not been communicated to us yet. Um, if there is a deconversion, then you, you know you may go with the new company. Mm-hmm. So eh, we don't need to. Who cares? It it's doesn't fun. matter. Right. You could just roll it over. So wait a second. I just want to make sure I understand this. Your husband has what kind of retirement plan? Most of his accounts are in fidelity. Of- but it's but does he have like a SEP IRA or what kind of plan? Oh, is sorry. That? He was with employers before. Okay. So-, so you're saying that all that money that it's rolled over, Correct. right? Yeah. And the rollover for your husband is a couple hundred thousand? Correct. And so- your old 401k that we're talking about is 260, right? Correct. And the Roth amounts, how much is in the Roth? Um, in mine between an employer and then one that, you know, we just put in after tax is about mm-hmm. 200 mm-hmm. and he's got about 125 in, in one. Okay. And is there any pension that could be due for either of you? No. Okay. Any money saved for the kids for college so far? No, that's what we thought we'd be setting aside now. <laughs> nah, screw them. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Well, you know, and honestly, that's where we're at. We we've really prioritized our family. That's good. Absolutely. All right. Now let's just talk a little bit about this. Number one, what about your emergency reserve fund? You you said you blew through savings. What's left in your emergency reserve? I really don't have any. That's where we've. That's that's there. We have the first problem. What about debt? Do you have own a home? We own a home. It's worth about I'd probably say seven fifty. And wow. we have about 250 left on it. What's the rate on that mortgage? 3.25. Is it a 30 year? It's nine. We have 19 years left. But no extra payments, right? No, not at okay. this point. Good. Any other debt? Car loans? No. Credit card? No. Student loans? No. Nope. Okay. And you're now, you said you're living on your husband's salary, which is about a hundred grand. Is that right? Correct. Okay. And it's okay. Like forgetting about that, you're not saving any money. You're pu- you're both putting money into your Roths right now. Is that it? All you're putting money into? We we've actually stopped putting money into everything right now because we've had a lot of medical expenses mm. as well. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's it's one of those situations where well, honestly, we've been really we've worked hard to stay out of debt. 
live within mm-hmm. our means, put mm-hmm. a lot in for retirement, had that savings, um, which allowed us to take the time, allowed me to take the time off when we needed to. Mm-hmm. But COVID extended that. Now we're sitting here going, okay, time to get back to work. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel about that? Finances. How do you feel about going back to work right now? A little nervous being over 50 and being out of work for a few years. Mm-hmm. I, I'm nervous that I can't get back up to my pre-COVID salary. How about any salary? I could do that. Um, but you hate that. That's kind of an awful thing for me to say like that. But I mean, obviously, even if you didn't have to go crazy, you know, you were, Mm -hmm. you said you were making money, but I mean, even if you never made the hundred, if you could make 50, I mean, your kids aren't babies, they're in school, right? So what is important now is that you get some cash flow in. If the only thing you could do is that after all of the expenses that you incur, that you could save like a thousand bucks a month, I'd be super happy about that. I really would. Is there anything else that we should know about any rental property, any issues around like taking care of parents or anything like that? No. Oh, where do you get your health insurance? Through your husband? Healthcare.gov. Okay. Yeah. See, that's the other thing. I wonder if you could get a job where you would get health insurance and then a little cash flow. That would do a lot to ease your burden for the next 12, 15 years. Yeah, that's really where we're at. It's it's the decision right now is do we do do I go with something part-time mm-hmm. at that lower lower income rate just to get some benefits and at least build up our savings again? Or do I take the longer time it's going to take to find something that puts me back in my earning potential for the next I mean, dude, it's like, it is a buyer's market. People are dying for really competent, smart people. You sound like that. I got to think that you could do either of those should act. I know that you might be nervous about it, but, you know, considering that there is such a huge labor shortage, I think now's the time to just jump in and get started. I really do. Do you agree, Mark? Yeah, that's right. What's going on in Montana? It's like hotbed of like exciting, um, frothy tech money now, right? Absolutely. We we do have great opportunities here. And and I have been searching around. I think the, the trick is, uh, you know, with the great resignation, right? Why are mm-hmm. we, we we want it all too? The, the, well, the you're buyer not gonna wants get it, it all. Too. I'll tell you what exactly. right now. <laughs> For you, I'll tell you how you can get it all. You're gonna hate this. But if you really wanted to get it all, you would sell your house, have the equity rent for a while, get back on your feet, but then you're never going to get into another home. That's the problem. Correct. Not without a major move. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and where are you, where are you from originally? Uh, we've got Boston roots. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's yeah. a hot market also. So that's no good. Right. You called in about the old 401k. So that's the easiest of your questions. So let me just answer that. The old 401k should be rolled over. You said it's at Charles Schwab right now. Where are your Roths held? The Roths are held with American funds. Oh, why? You have a broker? Yeah. So the first financial advisor that we got in our early 30s said, set you up with these Roth accounts. And we didn't know about Roth. So it was brilliant, right? Yeah. And and it's been a great move. They've performed really, really well. Yeah. American funds are great. There's yeah, no so doubt. he wants us, of course, to put all of our money in there. Yeah, don't, you don't have to do that. And, um, and that's where we're sitting because I don't feel like we're getting the financial advice. We've got these five different areas yeah. that our money's sitting and yeah. everybody wants us to pull it in their area. Mark, what do you think they should do in terms of the management of these assets? Yeah, Mark says he's craving the consolidation. I think I am too. I think it would be... 
I think it would also help you feel a little bit more in control of everything. And, um, you know, I just think at this point, if you could, I don't know if you can, could you manage this yourself? That That's kind of what I'm learning. I mean, I'm on top of it. I stay on top of it. You know, I do quarterly checks and I kind of pay attention to how things are growing. And that's one of the reasons I've sat still for so long, because each of these areas perform so well. And I feel like I've got this own little diversity set up. But this one rollover, I've got to roll this over somewhere. Path yeah. of least resistance. Okay? okay. The old 401k is at Schwab, right? Correct. And the interesting thing is it Schwab bought out my employer's plan from T. Rowe Price. So yeah. it's actually a T. Rowe Price target fund that it's in. Mm-hmm. So I can't just roll it over into the same uh, account. No, but you don't Schwab. have to. Who cares? What okay. you can do is this. You can, you know, you say to Schwab, I want to roll this over. I just want to put it into an IRA rollover account. That's it. Okay. And then at Schwab, you can do two different things. You ready? Yes. One is you can just say, I want to put the money, some in a stock index fund, some in a bond index fund and call it a day. And that's it. Okay. The other thing you could do is you could say, hey, it's Schwab and they've got a portfolio management system called Schwab Intelligent Portfolio. And you could pay, instead of paying your, I'm sure you're paying your broker some amount of money, um, you know, whether it's the fee for the American funds or what have you, but you can basically say to Schwab, like, I want to manage this based on the fact that I'm going to want to tap this money in 10 or 15 years and boom, you go through the whole risk assessment, they do it. You can see how that feels. And if you like it, you can then fire your advisor and roll everything into Schwab. What I would do is first do the old Schwab rollover. Then I talk to someone at Schwab and say, I have these American funds. Can I hold them on your platform? Gotcha. If you can't, you can always swap from one American fund to the American fund that they do allow to be held because okay. there's plenty of choices here. Great. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize I had that freedom. I, I sort of felt like I was stuck, stuck with American funds. Yeah. I mean, American funds are great mu- funds once you buy them. If you've held them for a long time, once you own them for a while and the you know, you've kind of whittled they're they're actually a good fund family. It's just that they're expensive. So now you've already done it, so we don't have to change it up, hopefully. Help me understand that broker situation because of course his selling point is that, you know, if I buy more American funds, I get a more even more discounted no, rate. No. I mean you okay. do, you get breakpoints, but it's not worth it because you really no. want to end up you want to end up with the lowest cost investment options. Okay. Mm-hmm. And to find the lowest cost investment options. You have to get out of the managed fund universe. And that means the American funds. You have to go to just plain old index funds. Again, it's not like you're in a horrible place. It's just that I wouldn't I wouldn't um, exacerbate the problem at this point by adding more. And if anything, I would very much be interested in how we can reduce this exposure to these funds and to this fund family. Great. I think that for you, like rolling this money over, consolidating makes sense and getting a job. I'd love for you to have health. I mean, listen, listen to the three things that that you getting a job, whether it's part time or full time. But if you think about it, if you could have a job where you get health insurance, you have a retirement plan with some sort of employer match, doesn't have to be huge. But even if you could just put in a little bit of money would be nice and then have some cash flow. I think that that would do a lot 
to make you feel more in control of your financial life. I really Absolutely. do. Yeah, that and that's the track we're on. With this time, I'm now trying to figure out how to consolidate this, fix all my rollovers, and, and that's that's the path we're on for sure. Good. Then I like that path. I'm signing up for that path. Great. You feel okay? I do. I Oh, I mean, that's the path we're on. So, uh, you know, I'm grateful that we had the money set aside so that I could take the time when, when we did have a crunch. Um, yeah, absolutely that's, right. That's, that's true. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. That's where we're at. We just got to get the cash flow back. We are very delighted that we could help you out. Let us know how things go. And if we can do anything else or some other issue arises, but I want you to let us know if you got a job and what that job is. I'm going to be very excited for you when you get that. You are in demand. Do not diminish yourself, woman over 50. They should be dying and begging for you to come back, okay? All right. We love those messages, Jill. Absolutely. All right. If you are thinking about going back to work, if you're wondering about your cash flow, if you're having a hard time, kind of figuring out how to consolidate disparate areas of your financial life, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact button. And from there, you can send us your note. Don't forget to let us know if you would come on the air with us. Do something nice for someone else today. It will make that person feel good. It will make you feel good. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 